Testing, testing, hot outbound car. One, two, three, four. You want to hear? Are you ready? Make the approach. Plant your feet firmly in the ground. Head down. Eyes on the ball. Relax. That's it. Get your left arm straight. Your right arm straight. Relax. Lower your right shoulder. Go! The Honeymooners Podcast, the only podcast that is all about the greatest show of all time, with the stars, Joe Conti and Louis Fats. Uh, welcome, fellow raccoons and members of the Women's Auxiliary. What's happening, all you hurricanes, Bensonhurst bombers, and all you fortunes of the world? You're listening to the Honeymooners Podcast with me, Joe Conti, and my pal, Louis Fats. Look, you two are good at making complaints, aren't you? Well, let me tell you something. There ain't no janitor. He just quit. And you know why he quit? He quit on account of you and you. That's all I got, Joe, because there's a, I need the that's rest all, for another That's time. all you got? You ran out of ink, Lou? Yeah, the only discussion-based podcast the second half is for another show. All about the greatest show of all time. <laughs> we record in the non-productive studios at 328 Chauncey Street in Brooklyn, New York. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast. And if you're on iTunes, give us a five-star rating and leave a positive review because we read them. Yeah, we do. Our home base, if you don't do the podcast, if you want to listen to each show right on your computer or in front of the fire, it's non-productive.com slash honeymooners. Don't forget to like our Honeymooners podcast Facebook page and follow us on Twitter. And if you want to leave us a voicemail, call 240-442-2635. And don't forget to email us at... That's bangzoom1956 at gmail. And what's happening, Lou? Joe, number 65, yes. Trevor May at the New York Mets. No. <laughs> we have a good 65 here. <laughs> yes. Elvin Bethay. I've you, heard that name. Okay. Elvin Bethay was an Oilers, a Houston Oilers, and then he actually finished when the Oilers moved to Tennessee, became the Titans. Right. He finished his career with the Titans. What was he, an offensive lineman? He was a defensive end. And he also, in the beginning, early in his career, he also played uh, guard, which is why he wore 65. It's like an unusual defensive ends number. Right, right. That's it's why he wore Yeah, she's like, it's like, yeah, it's like 80s. Back in the day, the defensive ends used to wear numbers in the 80s. Right. But, and then, of course, in 90s. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, well that, that was a little later. I'm talking about when later. he played, it was mostly in the numbers were in the 80s. But anyway, Elvin Bethay, Jersey boy. Oh, really? From Trenton. Really? Listen to this. He held the state shot put record for high school. From sixty four to ninety seven, wow! That, that that's thirty three th- years. Three years he held the state shot put record. Wow! Yeah, Elvin Bethay, a football eight, player, football player. What is animal? Yeah, but you, you don't think of a football. Well, play- they, they, I remember I guess, my friends in high school who were football players were the shot putters. They were also the shot. I guess putters, because they were big they're guys. just, they're just strength, big guys. Yeah, just big guys, strong guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So eight time pro bowler. Wow. Is he in the Hall of Fame? Hall of Fame. Yep. Nice. He played 68 to 83. Elvin Bethay. He played 15 years yeah. as an offensive end. Well, basically a defensive end. Early in his career, he was going two-way, but L- he was, basically was a defensive end. Defensive end. Because he went from nice. the Oilers to the Titans. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, because that was in the night. Uh, yeah, when they yeah. moved. Eight, well, 83, it says here. So I guess, I don't know. Maybe was that, or maybe that was just because it was... Uh, the franchise, I think they put his number in the hall. They uh, did, they, yeah, they but they were still the uh, still Houston the Oilers. Oilers. Yeah, because okay. in 93, when uh, on the Monday Night Football, uh, when they were playing the Jets, uh, what's his name? They uh, won. 
No, I don't know about that, but Kevin, <laughs> I, um, what do you call it? Buddy, Buddy Ryan right. uh, punched Kevin Gilbride oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> on the sideline during a Jet game. <laughs> of course, whenever it's a Jets, there's some sort of butt fumble or somebody gets punched in the face. There'll have to be some excitement. Yeah, yeah. Be on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're going to be on the field. <laughs> All right. Well, All right, so listen, okay. uh, very, very nice. So before we get started, obviously, we want to uh, thank our... Uh, our sponsor, Silk City Hot Sauce, yeah. SilkCityHotSauce.com. Uh, thank you. And if you want, please, if you're looking for some great, great homemade hot sauce. Can't hurt you, pal. Can't hurt you, pal. Uh, very go to SilkCityHotSauce.com. Get yourself some great homemade stuff. Then when you go to the checkout, you put RX in the coupon code. Get yourself 15% off your order and get yourself a bottle, a free bottle of cherry sriracha. I like the Chipotle and I also like the Taco Fiesta. Like the Taco Fiesta. And of course, Lou. I like the Badass Jew. The badass Jew. And the other yeah. one was a Billy, what's it called? Billy Bugs, Billy Boggs? Uh, I can't think. I can't think of it. That's also another good one. But yeah, yeah. Go, go to the website, even yeah. if you just check him out, because he's got uh, different hot sauces that he makes for some of the different shows. Yeah, that's... They're like... The, Badass Jew is uh, Aaron Berg, right. who's a comic. Right. And he also sponsors on Isn't his show. is Billy guy, too? Isn't he something to do with I think so, yeah, too. Also yeah. another podcast. So yeah. he makes... You know, so he comes up with names for the for, for the, the sauces yeah. from from the different shows that he sponsors. So thank you, our pal Jeff Kingfish Levinsky, for the great Silk City hot sauce. Yeah. So um, what else we got going on today? We have a good one. Yeah, we do. Uh, we are going to go... First of all, you know what? I'm not even going to tell them what we're going to do because we're just going to start off and we're going to get this out of the way. Even though it's always great, but yeah, still, we'll we, have a, we have we have a lot of stuff to get to here. <laughs> but we're gonna get into it right away, and of course, it's the great Louis' observations. We just want to hear this. Just want to hear this. And now, from the observation deck, really, overlooking the Johnson Building at three twenty eight Chauncey Street, the Honeymooners Podcast presents Louis' observations. All right. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So to set this observation up, it's just basically a continuation. <laughs> Of last episode, last, last, last episode. week's observation. Right, right. I forgot to point out something, so we're going to do it again. Oh, anyway, you know what? Before we, you know, since we're talking about that last one, uh, it was, you know what? We'll go through it, and then I'll read the, because uh, we got a comment. Oh, yeah, we do. Okay. From from that. But yeah. we'll get right into the Louis observation as soon as I can find the clip. And Joe's got his glasses this week. So I, I got my, uh, yeah, I got my cheaters, cheaters on. We're, we're in good shape and, so far. Uh, here we Still go. Still can't find it, but. Still can't find it. <laughs> what do you say? You want to join us Sunday? Well, thanks for the invitation, Ed, but uh, I don't have to go to Madison Square Garden to look at antiques. <laughs> oh, I dig you. I dig you, Alice. I know just what I you're talking Alice. about. I dig well, look. Just don't take this antique business too lightly, because if you got some real genuine antiques here, they could be worth a fortune. What? Say, as a matter of fact, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll just look around here, examine a few of these pieces for your charge, and let you know. You maybe uh, have something here worth uh, a lot of money. Well, go ahead, Ed, if you want to, but I doubt if you'll find anything around here that's worth any money. Why you... Oh... <laughs> Wait a minute now. Let's take that icebox. That is a very interesting piece. Look, Ed, uh, while you're looking around, would you excuse All right. Uh, there we go. go. Yeah, be, uh, all right. Basically here, the observation is... <laughs> is oh, oh! Like, you're just discovering that icebox if you've known them for 15 years? Like, you've never seen that? And especially him. Him. He's, he's in it. He's, he's in it. 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 He
That's a great cute little observation. I was thinking about it. What? Wait a minute. Oh, oh, oh. Let's like, like it's on. like it's a brand new can Yeah, like they just got it. Like yeah, they yeah. off got off an antique dealer or something. <laughs> like Ralph was looking for a Chippendale chip and they set him a nice box. They set up a nice box. So basically, that was the continuation. Joe, you know what? No one else this proves. And we've said, I think we've mentioned this before. I mean, we've got sixty-five episodes. We must have mentioned yeah, we've things several times. Yeah, at least one hundred and eleven times. Is how much they really don't know about each other. Yes, we we've talked about we've this talked in the past, that, yes. and it's so funny that these things that just like pop up that week. Yeah, like and remember, they're friends for fifteen years 15 now. Years, yeah. So <laughs> it's yeah. like. <laughs> you know, yeah. or we say fifteen years, but it, we we talked about that too. Could it be nine years? Because remember, they lived with um, Alice's mother, mother and father for six, for years, six most miserable years. Six most miserable so years. we don't know if it's nine years that they meet the Nortons in the house. Did Ralph know Norton from the Raccoon Lodge? I mean, yeah. we don't know. But anyway, that's like that's one of those gray areas. But anyway, yeah. they know for a lo- each other for a long time, and they know nothing about each other. Yes. They're like where they met, how they met. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and whatever happened to the Chippendale? <laughs> the like in Chippendale. Oh god. So that's but it. that's great. Real quick. Yeah. That was a real especially because it's it's the icebox, and yes. he's he lives in he the lives icebox. In icebox. Yeah, he's actually there more than so Ralph. It's great. It's great. All right. So that's the observation. So, great observation. But today, our episode is all. Do you want to read the? Oh, yes. Because yes. I had somewhere. I was going to read something that's yeah. something to do with that scene. With that scene from last week, because yeah. uh, the last episode we we yeah we a, went over that. Ed, Edward L. Norton antique appraiser. Yeah. Antique appraiser yeah. free of charge. Free of that charge. was the yeah, big thing. Big... <laughs> and our pal uh, Michael Bruce on um, on Facebook had a great thing. He put. Guys, finally, I have been saying forever, free of charge, might be the top zany Norton line of all time. I kept meaning to bring that up with you guys, but finally you said it. Ten times a day, I ask myself, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> like, thanks a million, Ed. <laughs> You're doing us a favor of, of the century by looking at the stuff, and to top it all off, you're going to do it free of charge. <laughs> Somebody praise him as a saint. I cannot wrap my head around the whole thing, and he's so right. It's, so it's, right. A, it's, a, it's a great, great, uh, great little comment. Thank you, uh, Michael. Yes. Of course. And uh, all right, so now, okay, this episode sixty-five is all about one and done. One and done. And this was something that the Bibbs, uh, the great brother Bibbs, kind of gave me the gave mm-hmm. us the idea. I said, "You guys should do something about one and done." So. Me and Louie have done our top three, no specific order, because you can't put them in. No, nah, you can't it's put them. It's hard, like, it's you hard know, to even come up with three. I mean, yeah, to, to narrow it down three. to three. Yeah. But it's our top three, one and done. One and done. So remember, they got to be one and done. One and done. Not like one character, and but they've been in two or three yeah. episodes. Like yeah. the, the mother-in-law, but she's been in like she's three. Been in three episodes, so we can't use ah, her. Can't use her, yeah. right? So we're going to go with... Uh, and we're we're just there's no specific order. It's really hard to to come up with which is the, your, your favorite. All right, but we're gonna go with Louis, and this is one of Louis's uh, favorites. And we got a little clip for each one, you know, because you know you guys are all have ADD and nobody yeah, can pay attention unless they got the, the the thing going. But this is one of Louis, <laughs> and I, I love this. This is great. And here's his one and done. Now just remember what I say. One word. Ramden? I don't know anything. 
Police department, Mr. Cramden. I don't know nothing. Now, look, you're in a bad spot, you know that? I'm going to tell you just what I told your pal down at the pool room. Your safety and your life is in danger if you don't give us a description. I didn't see anything. These fellas are killers. They shot the night watchman. I don't know anything. You I... don't know anything, huh? <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you a break. I'm leaving a policeman downstairs to look after you overnight. But if you don't tell us what you know by morning, you're on your own. If you're not a witness, you're not entitled to police protection. And thanks for nothing. Welcome. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when it, Lou first said that, I'm like, I, what? And then I thought of it. I'm like, it is a great He's one and done. my favorite one and done. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I know Mark is happy because we're in the trapped again, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. But, it's from trapped, right? The guy is great. He's, he's, he's an awesome. old-time actor. Yeah. He's played detectives. He's played crooks. He comes yeah. in, and he's very Bogartish. You get like that Humphrey Bogart that vibe true. from him. Yes, he yes. Did the voice. Yep. And Mr. Cramden. Mr. Cramden. You yeah. know, and it's just he's just great. <laughs> he, he's just great. so he either plays the good guy or the bad, or the bad guy. guy in movies. He's been right. he's been like that typecast type guy. You well, know, and those. Typical 1930, well, 40. Look at him. He's like, he was bigger guy. Yeah, he's, he's, taller, he's, yeah, he's, he's taller than uh, Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason. Gleason. So he's you like, know, so okay, he's got you the know, overcoat on and right. the hat. Like they all wore overcoats and hats yeah, in those yeah. days. <laughs> Do I haven't worn an overcoat. I have overcoat. I haven't worn an overcoat in like a thousand years. Yeah, I don't These know. people always have overcoats. I, I just wonder how they did it <laughs> in the 40s and 50s. Like everybody had hat head. Hats. Yeah, hat head. <laughs> Suits, Suits and overcoats. Overcoats, yeah. Nobody had a... Like not one person had an Elvis T-shirt on. Like, yeah, that's how they went. That's how they like, hung out. That's how everybody hung, hung out. out. Yeah, yeah. Totally that's what made Norton. And, and we can't get off to, but that's what made Norton so unique looking. Yeah, because he didn't wear that. Yeah, well, everybody else did. Yeah, yeah. but anyway, yeah, anyway, okay. Let's I just get off on a tangent, but, but that's what's great about it. He's such yes. a great. He's <laughs> yes. a great actor. Yeah, yeah. He's a great actor. He's great. I mean, well, I, well, not not that like George Petrie isn't and. Um, and uh, what's his name? The other guy. Oh, um, yeah. Who plays? Uh, yeah, plays you know, everybody. Else. Plays everybody. Yeah. I, I can't. Frank Marth. Frank Marth. Yeah. I mean, not that they're great actors, but we're so. I think we're so used to them, right? That when you see this person, this different person <laughs> coming across as this strong character, yes. and he does it perfectly. perfectly. Yeah, yeah. That's why he's my number. He was, he's he was my made. number one. He, he was made. He was he made, was made, to, made, made to, to play. He's that. my Absolutely. number one. That's why All he's right. my number one. <laughs> All right. So now I have uh, mine, and this one. It's almost similar in a sense where he's probably on screen just as quick, probably yeah. faster, but I love it. And this is from the $99,000 answer. Go. All right. This one might throw you. This one uh, goes back a little ways. Ready? driving everybody crazy. I'm not driving anybody crazy. You're just jealous, that's all. And do you know why you're jealous? Because you know that at this time, tomorrow night, my picture will be on the front page of every newspaper in the country. Well, so will mine for killing you. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got like... Oh. Ralph. Hey, our loud mouth, now you woke up my wife. <laughs> And we're going to be doing an episode of no, a whole show on that. Ad-lib or not ad-lib. Ad-lib or not ad-lib, right. yeah. But 
He's got like two lines, two and a half lines, and he kills it. Uh, the way he's dressed, destroyed, yes. And Louis always mentions when he does this thing where he's almost kind of goes, "Humph," yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Like, turns away. Ralph's saying he like turns away from Ralph, like in disgust. Like, what are you right. going to say to me right yeah, now? Like, yeah, I, I don't like, want to hear what you got to say to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it's great. He just comes across with the t-shirt on, like and he's driving Norton. everybody crazy. He's like Ed it's Norton like, esque. He's like Ed Norton esque. Yes. you know that kind of person that would live in. You know, I don't want to, you know, clump people into. Categories, but that's what it was back in the day. Yeah, there. you can tell that's yeah. a he wasn't he wasn't a college intellectual. No, he was sure. in the day. No, he was just the your regular <laughs> Dustyana. Gotta get that one. <laughs> but he is a fantastic <laughs> character, <laughs> and everybody knows him. Everybody knows Jealous McGarry, and he even said that it's the most the part that he's known for most in his career. That, that little. Was- Line. Think that, about that. Think about that. He's and he's appeared in a lot of things. He was he was a character actor his whole life, westerns, cop shows, and you know. So his cartoon one scene with puppet shows. three line puppet shows, <laughs> <laughs> three lines, three lines, and that's what he was known, known for, for, the, known for his, <clears throat> the most. And for what was his? Do you remember his name? Oh, I don't remember his name. I forgot. Yeah, we should yeah, have. We should have yeah, got the name. Guy, but listen, we props, but look it up. I am deep. He'll always be jealous, McGarity, or jealous Garrity. Yes, two names. All right, so now <laughs> I'm going to do Louis' next one. And like I said, these aren't in any specific no order. order. Just you know. And this is uh, Louis' other one, and we all are going to know why this is Louis' uh, everybody, everybody. This is probably. from the golfer. No. From the golfer. Here we go. Tom <laughs> Crandon? Oh, yes, sir. How are you, Mr. Douglas? Come right in. Well, I see you know me, huh? Oh, certainly. Uh, Alice, this is oh. Mr. Douglas. He's one of the vice presidents of the Gotham Bus Company. Uh, how do you do, Mr. Pepper? How do you do? I'm sorry to intrude at this hour, but oh. I just left Mr. Harper in the hospital, and he asked me to drop by and see you. Mr. Harper is in a hospital? Oh, yes. Nothing serious, really. He just slipped and chipped a bone in his ankle. Chipped a bone in his ankle? I mean, he chipped the bone in his ankle. You mean he won't be able to play golf Sunday? I'm afraid not. The doctor says he won't be able to play for about a couple of months, so he asked me to drop by and tell him you how sorry he was to disappoint you. Boy, that's great. I mean, that's what a disappointment this is. It's just, it's always it's, funny. It's the anticipation. It's, it's just waiting for it. It's uh, like you just know uh, it's going to pop out and hit you in the face. Made, you don't care. You're still going to pop that thing open. The great Mr. Mr. Douglas. Douglas. <laughs> and I, it's, when you first said you were going to do this, I'm like, I, there's no way Mr. Douglas is not going to be I mean, in your The Joe is going to be on my list. Now, the thing I was, telling, I was telling Joe when we were putting this list together, I said, now, Joe, if he doesn't flub that line, oh, he's not on my list. No way. No way, he's not no on way. my list. He's, he's did he's a not fine, there. did a fine job. He did a great job. He just yeah. he was a nice character. He came in, did his thing, and got off. Yeah, it's the flub <laughs> that makes him. If he doesn't flub, he don't yeah. make the list. No, plain, no. plain and simple. Very unmemorable. Yeah, yeah. you know, this is unmemorable. Yeah, yeah. The, the the funniest part would be the part where he's like, he chipped the bone in his ankle. Oh, he chipped the bone in his ankle. Yeah, you know, which is supposed to be the funniest part of that of that the thing. bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course, it becomes not even not even a second. Yeah, I, don't even, I, don't even, I don't even know. I don't what's even going hear on. anything else in that. Bit. Remember what episode it is? By the time he starts saying him, you, us, I mean it's just fantastic. <laughs> All right. Now I'm going to go with my second one, and I, I we 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 have to say, and and, I, and I'll say this was really tough to come up with. Oh three. God, we couldn't really even, tough. hard. Like one or two, 
but like the the to get yeah. three, it was really really tough. And here's my second one, and from Mama loves Mama loves Mambo. Ah, yes. Sure. He wants everybody to do the mamba and teach him nice manners. All I know is that Alice was satisfied with me for 15 years. Now she wants to change me. Oh, she's got a nerve. She's got a nerve. She knew when she married you, she was getting the worst of it. You, you can, can say, say that. that, that, that. that. <laughs> line. Oh. Well, I'm telling you that if we don't put a stop to that, Carlos, every husband in this building is going to be in trouble. Carlos. Carlos. Come in. Carlos. C-O-L-U-S. Hello, Mr. Crondon. My wife, is she here? Well, she was here a little while ago, but she left. She leave a note on the kitchen table. She's coming down here for mambo lesson. <laughs> that woman is driving me crazy. All she think about is mambo. Yeah, yeah, nothing. She's crazy. Sure. All day long, she make her like this. So like that. <laughs> I told you that Carlos is going to get us all in trouble. Trouble? And my Angelina, she make her like this. She throw all the dishes off the table. Everything. <laughs> Uh, I, I love Mr. Manicotti. Oh, and, and look, I might be partial because I grew up in an Italian house with the Italian accents, yes. and my parents both had an accent. First of all, he does, Louis Sorkin, problem, Your parents weren't Jewish, no. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, my parents were <laughs> Jewish actors. Authentic Italian. But Louis Sorkin, right? Sor- Sorin. 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 Louis Sorin. Jewish uh, actor. Yes. Did a great Nailed job. It. Nailed it. Like, you would have thought he was an Italian yes, guy. Nailed it. He nailed it beautifully. Yes. But he didn't. He, like, there are people that when you do certain accents, whether you're doing it in a comedic way or whatever, yep. sometimes it comes off cartoonish. I was just, you used the word I was going to say. Comes so off cartoonish. Now, but. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it comes off cartoonish is the perfect word. Yeah, perfect but word. His doesn't. No. It's just enough. No. It's not the you know, but it's it's perfect in a sense where it's just Italian enough mm-hmm. where he doesn't sound like a Jewish actor You're pretending to be, to be Italian. Italian. Yeah, it's beautiful, yeah. and I just love this. So I'm partial to it. That's right. <laughs> my Angelina. No. He says Angelina. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It really is. And, and Joe, we were talking about also in the scene, right? Uh, when Ed Norton uh kind of directs him to sit here, sit down, sit down, take yeah, a load take off. Take a load off. It's kind of getting him out of the scene because now you have Carlos coming in. Yes. And you got uh Gleason, Carlos, and Norton, and Norton. standing. So that's, they get that's him the scene. to sit. They get him to sit to get him like out of the in yeah. the scene, but out of the scene. It's it's a great it's, it's a, a great, great, uh, great whatever I think ha- they call it blocking. Wh- whatever they, they, they call it. I think yeah. they call it blocking where you where you have to stand in a certain, certain spot. Spots, yeah, but and the, it was the, just great. But just and to get him out of the scene. And the way perfect. Norton does it too, Art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, come on, sit down. Sit down. Take a load off. Take a load off. Take a load off. It's just beautiful. Absolutely. Great, great. So great scene. Here's great character, great scene. Oh, absolutely. here is Louis number three. And um and and I'll just say this is mine also. Yes, We're sharing it. We're sharing this we, one. We, we both uh, agree. Well, we when we came up with our three, yeah. he had three, I had three, and we both had this That's one. Good. And um, Of uh, all the 25 just... one and dones, yeah. we agreed we, on one. We, we agreed on one. <laughs> and it is from Funny Money, and it's... Hello, I'd like to get some information. <laughs> uh, supposing somebody leaves something on a bus, uh, say a suitcase, what has he got to do to get it back? Uh, uh. He's got to come down and identify it. And what? And what? Describe the contents. And then what? And then you open it, and if the description matches, why you... Why you... Look, uh, but suppose nobody claims it, then what happens to it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. Thanks a lot, sister. Thanks a lot, sister. <laughs> well, boys, we're getting that suitcase back. But, boss, how? We can't let them open it up. I know that. But if nobody claims it within 30 days, it goes to whoever found it and turned it in. It's usually the bus driver. All we got to do is find out who turned it in, wait 30 days, and then we get it from him. <laughs> but what if he don't want to give it to us? Suppose you shut up! He'll give it to us. Or else. And we're going to play the second part. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite Definitely. parts, too. <laughs> which one of you guys is crammed in? He is. He is. <laughs> you heard me. Which one is crammed in? I admit it. I admit it. I'm crammed. But look, I didn't know it was counterfeit money. I found it on the bus. I wouldn't lie to a couple of detectives. Honest, pal. I just found it on a bus. Hey, boss, he thinks we're... Uh, look, Crandon, I'll tell you what. We're going to give you a break. You give us some money and we won't turn you in. Us cops don't like to put innocent people in trouble, do we, Ziggy? You mean if I give you back that money, you'll let me go? That's right. Right away, pal. Wait a minute, Ross. Well, don't give them the money. They're not the police. What are you talking about? Didn't you hear one of them call the other one Ziggy? They're from the investment company, Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Ziggy. <laughs> you leave me alone. Where is it? I'm in a, I'm in a, you heard me, where is it? Okay, Fatso. I'm giving you ten seconds to give us the money or I'll let you have it. Five seconds. Five seconds. Ah, uh, boss. Great. Great. I love it. We, I could, we, out of the 20, like you said, there's probably 20 good... Uh, are oh, decent the, ones that we sure. could go to. We're going to go through the also. We're going to go. Gonna, the, we have an through, also eligible yeah. list or an yeah. honorable mention list. Absolutely, and we're going to go yeah. through them. But uh, people are probably saying that there. Well, how about blah, blah, blah. right? Anyway, right. I mean, yeah. yeah. But uh, what what's it? Uh, Alper, right? Uh, uh, Boris, Boris Alpum. 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 Something like that. Yeah. And I guess his name is Barney. We discussed this. We, last yeah, week. we thought we didn't they, know. They yeah, got it from the lost episode. Whatever. But what a great character. Oh, great character. Just one thing I want to mention too about him, Joe. In this scene. The uh, first one, when he's on the phone. Right. His phone conversations is kind of realistic. Yes. Where he's not uh, uh, rambling quickly. He's like almost like he's having a conversation exactly. with the person on the other end. Letting the audience know what the person is saying, saying that he's acknowledging. Yes, he's acknowledged because yeah. he has to. It's a good way Very of doing Bob that. Newhart-like. Yes, yes. Bob Newhart yeah. was great at yeah. that, comedic-wise. Yeah. When he did that, he used to do his telephone scene. That was Newhart was phenomenal with that. Awesome with that. But... It's funny the conversation. I was listening to it the other day, and I was like, "Wow, this is really a good." Con- he's he's selling this conversation yes. like he's really on talking with someone, with somebody on yeah. the phone. So yeah. I trying to get that it's in. Great, that's Absolutely. how great he is. Oh, that's yeah. why boss is on our list. And here's my only little question: When the guy says, "What if he don't want to give it to us?" Right. I think the guy was supposed to say, "Suppose he doesn't want to give, give it, it to us." Yeah. Because he goes, "Suppose, Suppose you, you shut, shut up. up." There you go. Perfect. And I think it would have made it funnier. Right. Because he goes, what if he doesn't want to give, give it to us? Suppose you shut, shut up. up. He probably it would. It just that no, that sounds one hundred percent right. That would make the joke better. It would make the joke better. So because if he would have said, what if, what if you don't give it to us? What if you shut, shut up? up? Yeah. There's no way he said, suppose you shut up. Yeah. When he was supposed so to say, say what? Do you, what yeah, why, why don't you? That's that's a, So I think yeah, he should have said, I agree. Suppose, which would have been funny because Funnier, yeah. for this thug, yeah. to say, suppose he, uh, he don't want to give it. Suppose to he don't want to give it to us. Suppose, yeah. No thug is going to say suppose, which would have made it funnier. Supposing you shut up. So I just think that would yeah, that could be. So Jim Bowles blows his one and only line. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. he just moved it to the Mr. Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't stumble over it, but he probably. No. I'm I'm agreeing with you on that one. I'm that's agreeing with you. I, think. I, I think, think that's it, it really makes, good. Makes the joke. Yes, it, it makes yes, the joke better. Yes. But yeah, what a great, yeah. what a great, and a, okay, fatso. <laughs> And we love we love the looking at the watch thing. The looking at the watch. Giving him five yeah. seconds. Five seconds. Exactly. Five seconds. He's looking at the watch. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, it's great. Fantastic. It's great. So um, those are our top three. Yeah. We share the one, but we do have one honorable mention mm-hmm. that we're going to play, and then also we'll go through some of the other ones. Yeah. And the honorable mention is the great. Speaks for, not yeah, speaks for itself. It speaks for itself. <laughs> Oh, nice wife, Ralph. Yeah. Good cook. Good yeah. cook. <laughs> hey, Ralph, who are we bowling with tonight? Oh, I arranged a game between a couple of guys down the alley and us. Uh, we ain't playing with that dopey-looking guy that's always hanging around with you. Dopey. Oh, you mean not? No, 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 no. I gave him the brush. <laughs> I might have known. I might have known. I never could figure. I'll climb like him and you, being friends. Well, we were never friends, you know. It's just that our wives were close and they keep peace in the family. I... Well, I'd see him now and then. Just because I saw him now and then, he thought I was a big friend of his. Nothing. I wouldn't care if he was in Africa now, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. He always looked like some kind of nut to me. He's a nut. Come in. Just Teddy. I mean, you know, he's, he's in it for a while, so we were playing. But just great. He's a great character. Woofing food down, down like yeah. a cavone, oh, like yeah, he like said in the, in the one video. Yeah. <laughs> and just great. Just uh, fantastic. Ned he's Glass. Ned Glass. He's been in a ton of stuff. A ton of stuff. Ton of stuff. Barney Miller. He yeah. was in Barney oh, he was Miller. in everything. Yeah. Character actor. I saw him in the Lost I think he was in too. Soap. I think he was in the show I think Soap. he was in Soap. Yep, I think he was in Soap. Um, also in that scene when we where we, where we cut it is one of the great, <laughs> great, one of my favorite, probably top five. Well, that's also in one of our uh, videos that we made with the Palomine uh, videos. Yes. With the guy with the overcoat. The man at the, the door. The man at the door. Oh, 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 I could, we could have to do a whole show on him. Just, yeah, yeah. This is great. It's great. Like, who told you that Ed Norton's in the hospital? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> the room number. Unbelievable. <laughs> Nobody tried to go. Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's hurt. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Could be commented on any one of our I, posts on oh the Facebook God. page, and every no. If you just stumbled onto it, you'd be like, "What are they talking, are they talking about? about?" Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. <laughs> and we call him the man at the door, or the yes he was. Yes, guy. he was guy, or the big overcoat the big guy. Overcoat. <laughs> yeah. The big overcoat. Had too big. They had ten sizes too big. It's just sport one of one of my favorite Louis oh, observations. God, that guy's oh, he's phenomenal. But the honorable mention of the great Teddy Oberman. Yes, but there are a bunch more that we could have went through. Yeah. And one that we uh, let's go. We'll go through a couple. Like first yeah. of all, Thelma. I know Thelma. you're all screaming, like, going, "How could you not no, put Thelma?" Thelma, on it. Thelma was great. Yes, but I just it was too obvious to put Thelma. Yeah, because she wasn't just. It was almost like if you ask people who aren't DefCon threes, if they they probably say, "Oh, she was on a couple of times. She was that big of a character." Yeah, that you she probably thought she was on it. Yeah, a bunch she had a of very times. good. St- I mean, she's a big uh, big woman, so she does have a stage presence. Right. So tall. Yeah. You know, that great grovelly voice. Yeah. But I said, you know what? It's too obvious. too obvious. I wanted to do so. I wanted. I, and you didn't pick her either. No, but, I didn't. I, but she's, on my, but my, she's great. Yeah, she's on my also she's phenomenal. Yeah. It's almost like she's the fifth character in that episode. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like she's not a one and done because she doesn't just come in, boom, and gone. Yeah. She's like a big part yeah, of like, it. But uh, we we got a bunch. Yeah. Um, what, what are the couple of the other ones you have? One of the guys I have, Joe, is 
Dr. Folsom. Yes. Now, Dr. Folsom. Dr. Folsom is kind of like has a uh, – you, you may compare his part to the detective. Yes. They come in. They're very – you know they have like they're playing a straight they're character. They're playing a straight character, straight and they character. sell their character. Wonderful. I mean, de- detective looks like a detective. He, you would think he, he was a real cop in yeah, real his life. His mannerisms of a detective, like you would think that you know the typical detective of the 1950s. Okay, Doctor Folsom <laughs> comes in. I'm convinced he's a doctor. He's a real doctor. He's a real doctor. I if mean, he, Louis convinced that if he saw that guy on the streets, the, yeah, he would have said, "Hey, I got this mole got over this here. Mole what do you here. think?" I, I say, he would just think he's an actual doctor. Oh, got to say it, Joe. <laughs> hurts when I do this. Hurts when I do this. Well, don't do it. Well, then don't, don't do, do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> but coming from Doctor Folsom, yes. I would think that's like a professional. I opinion. think we even mentioned that we when, did. We when did. we talked about yeah. him a little bit. We said like his demeanor, his mannerisms, his voice, his voice, everything screamed. Yep, doctor. doctor. Like he was a real doctor, yeah. but he knew how to act, act and they yeah. threw him. In there. <laughs> threw him in there. <laughs> Folsom is a great yeah. one and done. Type a yes. great one and done. Uh, another you, great one and done. Who do you got? You got any? No, you brought Oh, I got Okay. You brought her up. Her. Rita. Rita. Didn't come to mind that Rita being a one and done. You're one and done. But Rita was so pivotal yes. in making that scene, the yep. great scene, because she was, like we, we, we talked about it before the show, she didn't have a lot of funny lines. No. But she was the setup to every funny, almost every funny, funny moment in that whole scene. Joe, just physically when she first walks in saunters in. Saunters in and <laughs> that starts going because everybody knows like Ralph and they, you know he's his drooling. Right. You know, his and eyes he was are already planning on going to be smoothing her up anyway. Yeah. He was already planning yeah. on you know uh, you know being nice to her. Like, man, we don't we don't see her. In the first, we hear her when she's talking to Twinkles about the cookies. Right. Now we, <laughs> we don't see her but we hear her. Right. So now we're anticipating what is Rita? Now we hear the voice, so you're gonna try to put that voice to a body, right? Correct. And then when she comes in, saunters in, as you say, saunters in, and then it just sets up the whole everything scene. Yeah, the it audience is the audience is screaming. Right. Absolutely. Her lines are setup lines. She just says nothing funny. Right. But every line she says is a setup for somebody else's line, and even gets a laugh because of the. Uh, predicament, like when she says, "Don't you have certain things you like, like to call your husbands?" Yeah, yeah. in a vacuum, not funny, not funny. But that gets a laugh because the anticipation of what's being said. Right. And when she and the other one was, "Oh, I love it." Yeah, sets up Norton. Norton, yeah, with the, the, with yeah. the you know with boys the, at the pool room, boys at the yeah, pool room, whatever, love whatever, it. Yeah, and then oh, Tubby, yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's a yeah, darling well, yeah. name. Tubby's yeah. a darling name. Tubby's a darling name. name. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Just. All of it, it she's she's just great. Yeah. She's a great one and done. Oh, great one and done. And even if you want to go with Twinkles, Twinkles is a good one and done. But he's not one. He's actually not. Oh, that's right. He, he appears was, in the raccoon in the lodge. raccoon in uh, uh, the the something fishy. Something fishy. Yeah, he's be sitting behind Norton in the raccoon lodge. Correct. But, but Rita, yeah. Rita's, Rita's great. great. Who else do you have? All right, so we have all right, I'm gonna, Mr. Fabersham. You know what? I didn't. I would have never thought of Mr. Fabersham. Yeah. But he's he's great because he is the things that he does just ricochets humor yeah. throughout the whole you know the whole the scene that he's in right you know with getting Ralph to you know oblige yeah. and getting Ralph to turn into this 
monster, monster you know, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, pompous guy or whatever. He's convincing Ralph to do something he didn't want to do. Right. Even now, as a little flub. Oh, the flub. Oh, the great flub. flub. Great. Yeah. great flub. Oh, so that's why he makes it. He makes it. Now, in the <laughs> yeah. same vein, Joe, this is one of yours, Tony Amico. Now, I'm, read, I'm saying Tony Amico because I'm putting him in with Fabersham because physically they both, both fit their part. Yeah. Fabersham comes across as this Hollywood guy, whatever heck he is, a director, or I don't know what he, what right. he is, what yeah, he's I'm supposed not sure to be. what he actually but was. He comes across, he sells it. Physically, he sells the part. Yes. Tony Amico, which yes. obviously they went and got somebody of who looked like that because that's the whole premise of it. Right. A very handsome hand- boss. Right, right. right. You know, so leading man leading type man of boss. Type, so unRalph, you know. unRalph, <laughs> <Yeah>. unRalph <laughs> type guy. So those two guys. So you take, if you take Fabersham, Tony Amico, Fulsome, and the detective, these are guys who physically look their part. Look their part. And then they acted their and part. And they acted the part. Yeah. It's great. Oh, it's it's great. perfect. And it, that goes to casting. That's I mean, casting. it really yeah. does. I yeah. mean, that's just great casting. Because yep. that's probably why they picked those guys, because they they had the Petries yeah. and Frank and Martin. Frank and Martin. they were going to, because those guys were their regular guys, nice. and they were going to be able to play all these other, other parts. parts. But there's you, some things you can't put over because, no, why, Joe? They're too familiar. Yeah. Now, yes. we, could, we could see Petri as. Uh, Freddie Muller and you know the, the guy in the in the, the in the what you call it the dog pound and right all and, these and other and characters yeah. but he plays uh, plays Danny the cro- yeah we can picture him and he's okay yeah but these other parts that were safe for these other guys just worked so well it was perfect it worked and we got a million one and duns it's it's I could go on this list people you wouldn't even think of guy go through no, we, go we through. won't we, we'll just kind of uh, read, read through some of them okay we got down Mr Douglas uh. We have Mr. Bartfeld. Yeah, even Mr. Bartfeld. Mr. Bartfeld. Yeah. Oh, she's very good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then you know what? How, How about, about Mrs. Stevens? Mrs. Stevens. Another one. Right? Um, you got Agnes. Yes. Judy Connors and Wallace. I forgot we for- about for- Judy did. Connors and Wallace. And I forgot to mention, I forgot Agnes. Agnes, Agnes is great. Agnes is great. She Agnes played that great. great Whiny girl, yeah, you know, a little spoiled brat. I think we mentioned a couple episodes. A little absolutely. spoiled brat. She was yeah. probably the last of the siblings, and she, everything yep. was on her. And, yep, absolutely. Oh, so many. There's just so many. Full Sabrina. Who we got here? We got Harvey and jo- of course Hart. I mean Harvey. I didn't even. Think. How can we do? We're not even thinking oh my of Harvey. God, how could we not even think of Harvey? You know why? Again, because he was such a big role in that episode. Right. right. You don't. Think of him as one and done. No. You think of him as the fifth character in the episode. Right. Like, he was the Trixie of the episode, yes. so to speak. Yes, yes. And that's probably why. Because we're looking at these guys, like, say, like, the Fulsome guy comes in. Right. You know, good Boom. day, in day and good out. afternoon. And yep. In and out. But he's yes. great. Detective comes in, in and out. Makes I mean, their mark, and they're gone. Yeah, I mean, Boss goes two two scenes, right. but Boss is great, because he's the opening scene. Yes. And he's not with... And the thing, too, I think Joe makes it is also Boss's opening scene. He's not with Ralph or Ed. That's true. When you think about that. That's he, true. Al, Ralph and Ed have nothing to do with his Correct. scene. So you're focused on him. Um, he's boss. the main guy. He's the main guy there, Because when he comes in the second time, Ralph and Ed are Ralph, there. So Ralph you're focused there. on them, and he's the second guy. with him and Ziggy are there. So yep. he's the second... Now, he, he becomes, like you just said, he becomes the secondary character right. because Ralph and Ed are there. Yeah. So that's what all this stuff is, and this is just so great. We got Mrs. Gunther. 
Mr. Putter. <laughs> Morris Fink. Morris Fink. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we could we could do another episode uh, with okay, really, our, like our, our, our next our three next best. Three. <laughs> but what we want from everybody yeah. is try to try to come up with your top three. It's hard. I'm it's telling you really guys right hard. now. It's, it's this, really this hard. This is not ESY. This is not ESY. This is, this is difficult. So ESY? ESY. Easy. ESY? Yeah. What are you, a millennial? What is that? Oh, easy. I know what the crossword puzzle. Oh, I'm thinking he says E-Z-Y. No. He spells it it E-S-Y? No, Alice says to him, easy, E-S-Y. I thought she said E-Z-Y. I'm wondering. I'm like, what are you, millennial? (laughs) No, I don't don't even know none of that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's E-S-Y. Okay, now I got you. All right. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. You threw me off. I'm sorry. Hope it don't ruin my game. Okay, you threw ahead. it off a little bit. But yeah, that's <laughs> what. So level? either uh, email us yeah. your lists mm-hmm. or on the Facebook page and we'll we'll uh, next week we'll put we'll you know, we'll start off the show right. and we'll read some of the lists. Yeah, because Just, there's there's a, there's a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a couple that we didn't even think of. I mean, I got everything in front of me, but yeah. I'm not going to leave more I'm not going to read them all off. We'll, leave, we'll let you guys Yeah, absolutely. Let you guys do some, you know, which with you, you know, you come up with your own little Absolutely, Top three. It's hard. It really three is. is hard. I'm telling Only you. because you got to narrow it down. Got to narrow it down. You got to narrow it down. Well, like we did, we picked out something. Like I said, Mr. Douglas, I pick him out because of the flub. flub. He don't yep. flub. He don't make my list. Nope. He yep. don't make my list. Yep. He you is know. not even not even in the top thirty. And remember too, like there's a great character. Mr. Johnson is a great character. Yeah. But he appears twice. twice. So yeah. He's not. He's like. I, 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 I love Johnson. And Johnson's great. Love I, mean, I even Johnson. opened, opened a show with my Johnson line, which is <laughs> my, my imitation. I thought it was pretty good. I was practicing all week. It was very good. Okay, by good. The thank way. you. <laughs> practice it all week. <laughs> this is going to be our longest episode, <laughs> by the way. Okay. Besides the uh, any of the <laughs> hour specials, but uh, yes. So that's everybody's homework for next week. Uh, give us your top three. If you want to do top four, yeah. whatever. But give us your top three, your favorite one and duns. Yeah. And. Um, that's it. So now let's do. Uh, want to do? Uh, you know what, Joe? Being that we did the one and done, you said we want to. How about we do a names the same? Okay, just to, just to get off the subject. Okay, absolutely. Names the same. Let get me, off the uh, subject. Don't talk about work. Get off. <laughs> get off the subject. <laughs> and uh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Now, Tom, who is our first guest, please? Herb! Herb! Our first guest, please, <laughs> to leap the first hurdle on his way to the $99,000 answer is our... Courier from Parsippany, New Jersey, Joe Conti. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, here we go. Now, what is this? The name's the same? Yeah, the name's the same. Refresh everybody what that means. Oh, name's the same. Meaning, uh, refresh me. Uh, <laughs> a name that's been used several times. Just gotcha. a name that they, you know, we always say... I'll just throw one out there. Like the name Cassidy has been used like fourteen times. Right, right. It's just the names the same. Just gotcha. names that have been used several times. Okay, okay. Got one for here. Shirley. Okay. How many? Do you tell two. me? Two. It's two. Obviously, it's. Uh, I have a friend Shirley that's yes, bigger that's than one. you. That's one. Okay. Wow. There's two. Yeah. Uh, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is hard. This this is difficult. Isn't there? But then any, it's supposed to be difficult. Isn't there any Muriels or or, or uh, Glorias? Glorias here. 
No, there's not 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 that. Oh my God! This is tough. Joe, this is tough. Is this um Norton's cousin? Norton's cousin? No, the orangutan. The orangutan. No, no, he doesn't no. mention her name. Doesn't mention her yeah. name. Uh, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. You need. Oh, maybe what? Give me a hint. The episode. The episode. Yeah. Okay. Matter of life and death. Matter of life and death with the uh, when he thinks he's going to die. Yes. Is that the name of the dog? No. 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 That was Ginger. Ginger. Dog. <laughs> the dog is Ginger. Surely. Oh, oh my God. Gilligan's I'm drawing a blank. You got to give get, go ahead and give it to me. Dick Gersh's secretary. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have gotten that. Was that. a tough one. And she's because she has a big part where she's yeah, like, she "This comes nut. Out, She comes in. This nut. I can't, this you know, nut, I can't, can't get, get rid, rid of him or something yeah. like that. Whatever she says. Surely. Wow. Surely. You got me. I, so I, I don't think I would. Surely bigger that. than you, and we got Shirley and the secretary. Shirley the secretary. Wow. That's the very name. That's the name. We haven't done name the same in a while. We haven't done it in a while. Very good. Very good. All right. Well, listen. Uh, that is our episode. How long, Jeff? And oh, dude, we're over forty minutes. Oh, beautiful. It's a. It's a longie. It's okay. um, let's see. Who can we thank? First of all, we're going to thank uh, Silk City Hot Sauce, our favorite and only sponsor. Yeah. Um, go to SilkCityHotSauce.com and put in RX in the coupon code. Get yourself 15% off of your order and get yourself a free bottle of cherry sriracha. We want to thank everyone who listens. Yeah. Everyone who emails us, comments on Facebook, and some of you special pals who help us out. You know who you yeah, are, yeah, right. <laughs> Bibbs. Right, right. um, <laughs> the, uh, the Facebook group, the Honeymooners Raccoon Lodge with Joy and Brother Norton. Thank them so much. They let us promote on there and do our thing, and, and they're great. They're very supportive. And uh, if you could check out my show, we're almost ready. Uh, to come back, the Conti and Kenny show every Monday night on morelikeradio.com. Check out my one-hour comedy DVD CD called Happiness. You can download it anywhere. You get your music or comedy, uh, or you could purchase it on like iTunes if you want to support me. That's great. And um, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. We welcome new, we have a new listener, Gabriel. Gabriel, yeah. yeah. A, a nut. A nut. He was, First six episodes, and we were like, oh, no. Wait till you get into it. No, ah, these are great. great. I'm like, you know, what, uh, whatever. <laughs> Gotta love that. No, gotta love Gotta it. love that. Welcome, Thank you. Welcome yeah. aboard, Gabriel. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be stalking us <laughs> if he liked the first six episodes. <laughs> really gets and, a 13. <laughs> Look <laughs> at me. I'm 13. 13. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. All right. I've had enough of you and everybody listening. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, episode, episode number 65 in the books. And uh, for me, Joe Conti and Louis Fats, we'll see you next time. Pluribus Raccoonum. Night all. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com. 